0: gentlemen i am your host blake Rufino. this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well we are live during game one of the world series i set in two hours and 34 minutes worth of traffic to be here with you rudy crew (laughs) it's gonna be fun it is gonna be fun looking forward to it as we do have another big store and show for you tonight. Um, who's lying? We'll get into a a little bit of a debate or or talk or talking topic tonight about who's lying. What really is going on in the LSU football coaching search? I heard that Scott Woodward and company one thing of all of these things I can confirm They will be having a big week and going to find who the next head coach of LSU will be this upcoming week. That's one thing that we're can, we pretty confident and got multiple sources to confirm to us today. So we'll touch on that. Uh, Bama preparing for LSU's future. Uh, Talked with a couple of Bama sources today. Very interesting to get their take on what's going on at Baton Rouge, especially when they're playing LSU on the field next week. Or not this weekend, but next weekend. Um, very interesting time and very interesting things coming out of Tuscaloosa. We will touch on that. Hashtag Ask Blake as we do every Tuesday and Thursday. So you have a question. God, my foot itches. Um, But you have a question. Fire inside the Rudy Crew chat. Hashtag Ask Blake. We'll get into it. The SEC versus the field, while well, I think it's very plausible that two teams regar- will get into the college football playoff regardless if Alabama loses to uh, uh, Georgia in the SEC championship game, we'll get to that, and the Saints win. We are 11-0 and the last two weeks in our NFL picks. Guys, I am hotter than Snoop Dogg's weed pipe. I'm hot. Nobody can knock me off my game with these NFL money line picks. I gave you a parlay last Thursday and we hit. We out, we out you. Then I posted the five picks from the week before and we're all using our good friends over at betonline.ag. So let's do this before we get started guys. Let's get to a couple of comments um and then we'll get into the show. Let me turn on this World Series game. Let's turn on this World Series cuz I want to be monitoring the World Series while we um uh, do the show. We'll be talking, we'll be covering the World Series all uh throughout its entirety as it's not officially started yet. 709 is the actual start date. So we got some time and we'll we'll watch this. Kane says, "Hey, what's up Kane?" On Facebook, Chris Barnhill says, let's go. Jacob Cole says, that intro hits way harder in the car. I wasn't ready. No, I wasn't ready. Sitting two hours of absolute Rudy Poo traffic to be here. Yes, yes, yes. Andrew Brister says, I am serious that Tomlin ain't coming to LSU. We will touch on that. Very interesting words from Mike Tomlin. Uh, but before we get started, we'll get and we'll get into that. And Robert Playson says we are live. A great day for some World Series baseball, that it is. So we'll get started with that. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share button. If you're on Facebook, there is a lot of you on Facebook right now. We can actually say how much is on Facebook right now? Over 100. So all 100 of you right now, I need you to do me a favor by hitting the like button and to share as well. Share to your social media pages. Share to some Facebook groups. It would be greatly appreciated if you guys did that for a player and hit that share button. If you're on uh, YouTube, do us a favor by hitting that subscription button. It is right here, I think. Right here. Hit the subscription button. Hit the notification bell. Tell all your friends to come subscribe uh, to AYS. We greatly appreciate it. And if you're on Periscope Twitter, hit the retweet and follow button as well. But we've got to pay some bills around this thing. None better than our good friends over at Varnado and Sons and betonline.ag. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody's better equipped to service in your vehicle than Varnado and Sons. RV repair, big rigger, or Big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, I just told you, 11-0 in my last 11 picks in the NFL on the money line. We are hot, baby. We are hot. But the place that I'm going and placing all these bets, you guess it, betonline.ag. After the show, whip up with your mobile device, go sign up today, use the 50% welcome bonus and on your deposit, use the AYS podcast tab, and let them know your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS since you on by. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling. Uh, Josh Molly says, hearing a lot of smoke about James Franklin. Um, James Franklin came out today, the Penn State head coach, and advised everyone, uh, if you missed it, uh, James Franklin is now with CAA, which is the Jimmy Sexton firm, uh, 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 coaching firm, I guess, whatever you want to use it as. In Memphis, Tennessee, uh, they they are pretty much the agent for all of the big name coaches in and around college football. Uh, today, James Franklin, who it was an, it was reported by Football Scoop that James Franklin was now part of CAA. James Franklin, in a statement today, came out and said, "Guys, this happened during the summer. Why are you reporting it now?" So, you know. I... I know that there's a lot of things that go on in the crazy season and this is something that we can do who's lying. Let me say this. And I don't think that Mike Tomlin is a liar. Um but I think that coaches use the media and their platform to tell you what tell you more than really anything else you know we all talk about Al- Nick Saban and Al- uh, when he was at Miami with the Dolphins and I'm not going to be the Alabama coach he never Nick Saban never said in that interview I'm never going to be the Alabama Crimson Tide head coach what Nick Saban said was I'm not going to be the Alabama coach so Nick in his own way was trying to answer the the questions that were asked to him if he was going to Alabama, he was answering those questions. But Mike Tomlin today, if you miss it in his press uh, in his press conference today, said that there's no booster that has a blank a blank check big enough that could get him away from the Steelers. You lying your ass off. If somebody came to Mike Tomlin and offered that man fifteen million dollars, and you're gonna be like. Oh, Blake, $15 million for a head coach. That's absurd. Guys, in 10, 5, 10, 15 years, is $15 million for a coach going to really be absurd when you have guys like Nick Saban making $10, $10.5, $11 million right now? We thought the Jimbo Fisher contract in 2016 was unheard of when Scott Woolward and company gave him 10 years, $7.5 million a year, $75 million guaranteed. What Mike Tomlin's telling you today is I'm not leaving unless you pay me big money. Everybody's taking this into consideration and saying, oh, Mike Tomlin's not going to USC. Mike Tomlin's not going to LSU. No, what he's basically saying and what coaches have taught us over the years is, say, Big Daddy, stroke that check. I'm telling you, don't – guys, this shit just doesn't come out of nowhere. Uh, we've bumped us, the Rudy crew, the AYS Rudy crew, and myself. We've been through seven coaching searches. Seven. Two coordinators. Actually, three coordinators in college, in, in football. Baseball. uh, Now football. And then we'll go through two more other rec- uh, uh, re- coordinator hires and more hires that is to come for LSU. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm missing somebody. I'm missing something. But we've been through a lot of them. And all the coaches say the same. Now, either Mike Tomlin really ain't going to leave or he's telling somebody, offer me more money. That shit just doesn't come. In my experience, the shit that comes out here isn't just fluff. It's not always just smoke. It's a lead that it came from somewhere. Now, I want to say this, and it's going to piss some people off when I do, but I really don't give a damn. Have you noticed that around football ops, there hasn't been a lot of leaks now that Ed Orgeron's out? Now that Ed Orgeron's kind of been locked out of the AD's building, doesn't it seem like leaks have stopped? interesting is it not very very interesting (sighs) guys I'm going to tell you this and I I hope this gets through to every single person that's watching us now live Uh uh-oh damn somebody just let off with a bomb damn son look at Atlanta going Man, this is going to be a good World Series. Sorry, I'm watching the game ADHD here. ADHD. But let me say this, and I want every single fan to understand this. Scott Woodward is good at throwing out smoke. But if you're good enough, like, thank God, we have been. If you're good enough, you know where to find the bullshit and you know where to find the sourcing. You know where to find it. So I'm going to give you something tonight that I have gotten confirmed. This is a big week in Scott Woodward's tenure at LSU. It's probably the biggest week in Scott Woodward's tenure now that we don't have football this week and everybody's out of football ops. I am being told that Scott Woodward is making – The biggest of phone calls is what I was told. I wasn't given specific names. I was given one specific name, but I need to source that name out more before I start coming out here saying, Scott Woodward is calling so-and-so. I can't believe it. But I was told that Scott Woodward has made those phone calls and the reception about being the next head coach of LSU football has been nothing but amazing to him. You know, everybody thinks that in 2016, the only thing that Scott Woodward did when he hired Jimbo Fisher was he only called Jimbo Fisher. He did his due diligence. He still reached out to other people. He let AM be leverage so that they could get more money and so that when he has to make the next change, God forbid if it be lsu that he has good connections you know who else's name and i had to do a deep dive on this you know who else's name trickled out into texas a&m oh so many years ago one james franklin very interesting I don't think James Franklin's going to be your next head coach nor do I think it's going to be Mike Tomlin. But Mike Tomlin saying he wouldn't leave for LSU or USC for 15 and 17 million dollars is the biggest lie on the face of the planet because no man's going to turn down an extra 7 million dollars a year and ain't happening. LSU is one of the tier most prestigious coaching jobs in the country either the NFL or college football let me ask you this question and I'm going to throw this out there so don't put Urban Meyer and Jacksonville into this one I'm going to use Jacksonville hell I could use so many other teams what is more what looks better right now being the head coach at Jacksonville or being the head coach of LSU well Blake it's the NFL so what they suck they're I mean they had Tim Tebow lining up as a tight end. The only thing that he's a good nah, – no, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say the only thing Tim tom uh, tim Tebow's good at tight ending. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to say it. It's too bad. This is a PG show. Uh, Dylan Allen says, hashtag ask Blake. Uh, did you see Tomlin lose his shit over the question today? Yeah, I did. Uh, Country Granger on YouTube says, "Got to root for the Braves since they haven't won lately. But whoever wins is cool with me. Braves are up two nothing. They popping off early on them Astros, baby. You know, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for, um, if it wasn't for the Atlanta Falcons, I would love, I would love for Atlanta, who's a great sports town." And Georgia's a great state for them to win something of relevance. Uh, but Derek says on Facebook, I'd argue the Steelers is a more prestigious job than LSU. No offense. It is. It Guys, it is. And, and, and look, the Steelers, um, it is one of the more prestigious programs in the country or prestigious organizations in the country. Uh, Barrett Granger says, we just got a free taco. Well, I'm listening to it without sound. Did we just all get a free taco? Hell yes. Brandon Reese says, need someone who will change the culture around the program on and off the field. Guys, I got to be honest, and I was talking to a good friend of mine yesterday about this. I'm so over the word culture. You know, like, and Brandon, this isn't on you, and I I get what you're saying, and, and you're right. Someone needs to come in and change the culture around LSU. But by God, am I tired of hearing about it. You know, like that's the one thing that I'm tired of listening to is culture, guys. Again, I can tell. Look, I got blasted last night from my show, uh, from yesterday, I, 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 and today because I said Ed Orsborn's acting like a Rudy Poo. Guys, he is. Your culture's dog shit right now. You do realize that LSU is going to be 11 and 11 at the end of two seasons, correct? You're starting to tamper with. Miami you're starting to tamper with Florida State you're starting to tamper and being in situations like your USC I don't think I think LSU is going to make the right hire they're going to get back on track I'm not saying any of that because the last two seasons and I get it's a COVID year will tell that to everybody else tell that to everybody else Uh, Darren says, primetime baby, talking about Deion Sanders, I'm assuming. Uh, I don't think Deion Sanders will be uh, your next head coach. Jason Alston says, Dabo Sweeney, boys, watch and see. That would be very interesting. That'd be very interesting. Ryan Thibodeau says, I'm leaning towards taking Mike Tomlin at his word. And look, I don't blame you. I don't blame you for taking Mike Tomlin at his word, but the – the way that i take that is is why do you say there's not a booster big enough to write to have a big enough blank check for me to leave guys that's that's too descriptive that's too too that it's too how do i want to say this it's too to the point right like why do you got to bring in a booster and why do you got to throw somebody like look man there's a lot of rich people around this son of a bitch and don't challenge them they would offer Mike Tomlin and, and enter, he would entertain the idea because guys, set $15 to $17 million a year is life-changing money. There's some things that I'm hearing outside of Mike Tomlin's name that they're offering coaches just south of that. They're, they're offering current head coaches in college football just south of that. Mike Tomlin would be one of the big ones. They got a runner on second. Does the Braves? It could be cool to see and watch this. Uh, let me get to this Bama thing too, since we're talking about sourcing. Um, I did speak with some people around uh, Andrew Brister. Thank you for the stars on Facebook, my friend. Um, I, I, I I want I I want to say. Two things about this Alabama situation and referring to LSU. For whatever reason, Nick Saban has convinced his staff that this game, not this weekend but next, with LSU is going to be a war. Now, LSU is down, and LSU has had a pretty rough season. But Nick Saban has convinced the entire coaching staff that you better prepare for war. Now, I don't know how to necessarily take that if he wants to put a cherry on top of Ed Orgeron after what he did on the 50-yard line in 2019, or he knows something that none of us do. Now, the same person I talked to, also told me, and like I told you last night, now this is coming from someone that's the best of programs in the SEC, and they're sitting here telling me that they're monitoring this situation more than anything, that they all were laughing at the fact, like laughing at the fact when Joe Oliva was going after guys like Tom Herman, and then when they hired Ed Orgeron, even though Ed did have success at LSU, it wasn't somebody that they were necessarily worried about on a year-in, year-out basis. Now, Ed finally got over the hump. He put LSU over the hump. You can't take away 2019 and what LSU did. But, But there is a concern coming out of Tuscaloosa. Now, if Nick Saban is rallying the troops around his program saying prepare yourself for war, what do you think mentally is going on in his head? Is he looking for war? Because I don't know if he's going to get it. Is he trying to rally his team? Probably so, because he's going to face better teams down the road. I mean, he's going to face Auburn. He's going to face Georgia, most likely. Better teams are down the road and it looks like he might be mentally preparing himself and his team and his staff getting ready to go after that. So, just I have never been more confident in a coaching hire and how everybody else is reacting to this than I do right now. Look, Kim Mulkey is the most prestigious coach that LSU has ever hired in its history when it comes to the skins that she already has on the wall – her resume so far, there's no better coach that LSU has ever hired. Scott Woodward brought you that individual. That was Scott Woodward. And I'm telling you right now, whether it come out three years from now, but remember this night that they're that they are worried about what's going to happen at LSU with Scott Woodward. And you can mark, you can mark that down, put that on your Rudy Pooh calendar. Who's laughing? This guy Jeffrey always laughing in the side of the chat. What's funny? I want to know what's funny. Uh, Tanner Sheets, thank you for sending some stars via Facebook. Ryan says, I don't believe any Sexton or current coach. I don't believe Jimmy Sexton as far as I can throw him. Uh, Blaine Smith says, shared the show to the Penansky group. Got it. He don't give a shit. He's probably watching anyway. Tony Weaver says Sexton represents damn near all the coaches in the SEC. And the chances of him, the chances of him representing your next head coach at LSU is literally 9.5 out of 10. I'm telling you, look, Scott's Scott's making, I say offers, maybe not formal offers, but he's laying the ground to multiple universities of what they're looking as a starting point to offer these head coaches that they're going after. He's not going to shy away from spending the money. Guys, they have it. When all is said and done, unless they come out with a good deal here, unless he can come out with a great coach, LSU is prepared to drop the house. They're prepared to drop the dime. They're prepared to make LSU one of the biggest dynasties, and that's what he wants. He wants the statue next – to Billy Cannon. He wants a statue next to Skip Berman. He wants a statue next to the next head coach that he hires. This is the biggest legacy hire in LSU football history. If you think that I'm crazy, guys, you're at a crossroads. Either you're going to take a left and you're going to go all the way down to a place that you don't want to go to, or you're going to take a right and you're going to start kicking some Rudy Poo ass and you're going to start taking names because Nick Saban, and we make this joke all the time, he's not going to be here forever. The time is now. Georgia has their guy in Kirby right now. They are playing fantastic. And everybody talking about resume, everybody talking about, oh, God, Mel Tucker this, oh, God, Billy Napier that. Everybody asked me, everybody just answered this question for me. What was Kirby Smart's record as a head coach before he took over Georgia? It can and will be done. All right. Get some, a couple more of these comments. Man, the Braves just – man, are the Braves about to lay it to smack it down on the Astros? in, man. But here's the thing about the Astros, man. They start banging on them trash cans. Cardball coming. I mean, how do you lay off on that pitch if you're all too vague? Like, how do you lay off on that? They cheating. Uh, Aaron Adams asks, hashtag asks, Blake, what are your thoughts on Matt Campbell as an option for a head coach? Um, I wouldn't be excited. I also wouldn't be mad at it. You know, it's kind of like blah for me. Like, blah, blah. yeah, meh, yeah, whatever. I'm not a big, guys, I'm telling you, I'm not a big Matt Campbell fan. I'm just not. For whatever reason, I'm just not a huge Matt Campbell fan. Let's see. Somebody said, uh, Dylan says, hashtag ask Blake, please, for the love of God, don't let James Franklin be the next head coach. It's not my decision, but he's not my first choice. Eric says, he said, she said, all I hear is Charlie Brown's teacher. LOL, let us wait and see. To everybody that's like this, to Eric, and Eric, I'm not ripping on you. But you don't see the 287 comments I have right now. Most of them asking about the head coaching search. It's more than what you th- what you want to hear, because I can turn this goddamn camera on and everybody's gonna ask, Blake, who's the next head coach? It wraps us, it wraps around everything. You're in a bye week. I mean, you want me to you want me to sit here and break down the World Series? That's a good pitch, Alex Bregman, former LSU uh shortstop is up the plate 2 and 0 count 1 and 0 count Come on man. Come on man. All right. Lamar says pay me a 100- 500k I'll be the next head coach. Shit. I'll take it for 100k. I'll take it for 100k and laugh at it. Man and we going to kick some ass too. You know what? The other four, five, six, seven million you give me, I gotta go get a coaching staff. You know what? Jake Crane from the J Boy Show. You want to be my DC? Who's gonna be my OC? Yeah, you know me. Uh, everybody's saying Saban seventy. Well, I mean, guys, he's not gonna. I mean, the chances. The chances of Nick Saban coaching for ten more years historically aren't that high. They're just they're not that high. I mean, at some point he's going to run out of steam. Uh, Rick says Woodward will, will leave no stone unturned. That's one hundred percent correct. I'm trusting his process. Football drives the athletic machine. It does. It one hundred percent does. One hundred percent does. I'm, I'm trying to get some more of these comments. Everybody's mad at me for um for talking about the coaching search, but everybody keeps talking about it. Uh, everybody keeps to- talking about it. Kurt Paul says, Jimmy Sexton and Scott Wilbert are tight. Yeah, they are. Ronnie says, that's Nick showing some respect to us. Well, I think it, what that is is if you missed it, um, and before I answer this, everybody needs to hit the like and share, share to some Facebook groups. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to us. Uh, there, and don't forget to hit the notification bell. It's more than Nick's showing respect. What Nick knows and what Nick Saban understands is, because he's been here and he understands it more than most, is if the right person gets into that position, guys, it's going to be a freaking – it's going to be hell for everybody else across the SEC. Same way he felt about Kirby going to Georgia, trying to block Kirby to go to Georgia. He knew eventually that Kirby was going to get that thing moving. And he has. I mean, guys, everybody trashes on Kirby, myself included, on Twitter, just kind of, you know, somewhat not fully believing it, but somewhat trying to play with Georgia fans. Guys, in two years, Kirby got his team to a national title. He lost it, and look what team he's got right now. Don't talk to me about resume when I can see a good coach, and when I know a good coach, I can see him. Blake, Kirby's got to win it. Shit, watch him. They're going to be in it again. Guys, Georgia's not losing two games and not getting in the playoff. That's not going to happen. I probably said not going to happen. It's highly unlikely that that's not going to happen. Uh, Ryan Mayer says, Carby has not won anything. He gets all the five stars, can't win when, he ma- when matters. Well, Ryan, with all due respect, and I know you're going to get mad at me because I'm going to bring up Florida, but Florida's not, it's not on the same stratosphere, stratosphere as Georgia. Are you watching what they're doing right now? At no point has Florida had this kind of dominance since Urban Meyer left. Uh, Jeff on Facebook Live says, hey, Blake, who's your number one pick for uh, head coach? I really, Jeff, don't have one right now. I really don't have one honestly because I think that somebody's gonna get in here and they're gonna freaking dominate I think that if they're if they're competent um that they're gonna do they're gonna do good stuff you know everybody says that well a wet paper bag can coach LSU guys that's not necessarily true I mean look at look at Ed it, things can unravel wherever you're at He... In my personal opinion, whether whatever coach it is, LSU needs somebody that can come in and everybody wants to talk about change the culture, but they need the Nick Saban, Kirby Smart type, the disciplinarian, not the guy like Lane Kiffin who's going to buddy-buddy up to him. Now, I did see this today. Everybody was talking about uh, giving uh, Olivia uh, Dunn, the gymnast, and Lane Kiffin they should hook up. Guys, stop with that. That is uncalled for. That is unreal. You know, I saw that today, and people keep sending it to me. I'm just going to leave that alone. But Kiffin, for me personally, with what is going on at LSU right now, right now, I I don't think that he is a good fit for LSU. Who can structure, who can be, that? who can connect with the players while being strict and stern – and is a good football coach. There's a lot of guys that fit that mold. I don't think Lane Kiffin's it. Someone like Lane Kiffin. There you go. Ryan says nobody talking about Florida. Well, you you compare LSU and Alabama a whole lot, my friend. Uh Stat Dubs on YouTube says Blake Kirby's got a ball cut. Stop it. That ball cut's going to get him back into the playoff. Here's the funny thing about everybody trashing Kirby or or this coach or that coach, guys. Kirby's going to be the one of two SEC coaches to get in the playoff twice. You understand that, correct? And I put in there earlier about SEC versus the field, guys. If you think I, I'm, I predicted this before the season, and I'm going to stick to this pick into the end. Now this might not happen. Some teams might lose. I still think that that the SEC is going to get two teams in this playoff somehow. Like, why do I fully believe? Because what if Alabama does knock off Georgia in the SEC championship game? Georgia's still going to be in there. You're going to have Alabama. You're going to have Georgia. What if Kentucky wins out? What if Ole Miss wins out? Are you going to are, are you satisfied with an Ohio State team that lost to Oregon? That Oregon team, are you okay putting an Ole Miss or whoever? Now, Ohio State's rolling. I'm not taking anything away from him, But a Kentucky. Guys, Kentucky, you know, if, God forbid, Georgia's the number one seed, are you going to keep Kentucky out? Well, yeah, Blake, Ohio State's the name brand. But you're going to have to convince me that Ohio State is better than Kentucky because they did go toe-to-toe with Georgia. So, and Look. Alabama beat the dog shit out of Ole Miss, and that is what it is. But you do have teams that are trending. What if Auburn winds up running the table? I'm going to take the SEC over the field. A lot of people are talking about the, the Big Ten being a better conference right now. Where? Because if Michigan State's the third best team in the Big Ten, Michigan State would not beat. A Ole Miss, or a Kentucky, or an Alabama, or a Georgia. Hell, Penn State, one of the better teams in the Big Ten, barely could hang on and beat Auburn with a new coaching staff. I got to give Justin Lagrange uh, some credit here. He always keeps saying hashtag never Lane Kiffin. I would assume that he is not on the Lane Kiffin train. Uh, Fans says, Blake, everything you just described in a coach describes Billy Napier. There you go. A lot of people like Billy. A lot of people like Billy. John says, Lincoln Riley, baby, let's go. You know, I am a, I'm going to say this and take this for what it's worth. Um, I think that I, I don't know. I don't know if Lincoln Riley would come to LSU, but I would say this. Name, uh, and maybe you can talk about a couple. But I think that I, I think that Oklahoma is a job that it's just not a it's not as prestigious in the sense of LSU in the in the way that man you got so much better talent that comes to LSU than you do Oklahoma. You really got to go outside of your state nine times out of ten to recruit good players. You do. Oklahoma's got to go into Texas. Oklahoma's got to go into Louisiana. We've seen it happen. What happens if what happens if Lincoln Riley has the talent pool of an LSU? A guy that we've seen that can develop quarterbacks, a good offensive mind. Everybody says he's an air raid offense. Do you watch football? The guy runs more gap and and, and gap schemes and power schemes, and runs RPOs off of that. He he uses all the principles that's been taught to him. Everything that he's ever been in a coaching uh, coaching search, he has learned. This is about to get interesting with Carlos Correa. Is that full count, two outs? Oh, he walked him. So now the Astros got bases loaded with two outs in the bottom of the first. It's going to be a fun World Series, y'all. Um, Lincoln Riley is a coach that's on my list. Now, defensively, it worries the shit out of me. But again, I don't think that I don't think that Lincoln Riley could get the talent pool. I, I to some extent, feel as if that Lincoln Riley's kind of overshooting what he's been doing. Because you really, Oklahoma is not the talent ground. They don't have the prospects of Louisiana. They just don't. I think in my personal opinion, that Lincoln-Riley has excelled and gone nationally, and the biggest problem that LSU has had, even though that they have, we have a stern recruiting ground inside of our state, we have not, even with Ed Orgeron, who is supposed to be one of the best recruiters in college football history, guys, he has not been able to go outside the state religiously and get big-time talent. Caleb Williams, who's quarterback. LSU was hot after him. They wanted Caleb Williams. I'll tell you this now. They were pulling out all the stops for Caleb Williams. They wanted Caleb Williams in this class along with Garrett Nussmeier, so they say, but you know how that would have worked out. Facts. Ryan, you didn't give me no honest point. 337 says on YouTube Arana can't recruit and don't have the, any kind of personality. Guys, what does personality have to do with your head coach if they're kicking everybody's ass? At 337 I'm just asking. I mean, look, he's doing good things right now at Baylor. Guys, they might there's a chance if they if they find a way to knock off Oklahoma, guys, they're going to win that conference. Cuz he's going to win the conference in 2 years. Again, less talent less talent. All right, let's do this very quickly and then we'll get back to some more of your comments. Put in your comment, put in your questions into the Rudy Crew chat Hashtag #askblake. Uh do us a favor right now by hitting the like and share. Got to talk about my good friend John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage, buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash out refi. The timing has never been better. 225-614-1234 225-614-1234 Purchase, refinance, build, or renovate. Give him a call today. And our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, Drake Williams Your baby mama changed the locks on you. Your baby mama don't want you no more. You're getting that divorce. They can help you. Real estate, successions, titles, anything and everything that you need, they can do it for you. Again, Drake Williams Law Firm.com, 985 386 7600. 985 386 7600. Tell him Blake Ruffino at AYS. Sent you on by. Braves got out of that one. Braves got out of that one. It's a big, 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 big time pitch, a big time ground ball to get out of that inning. Bases loaded. I'm excited about this. Dylan Allen says, hashtag ass, Blake, so Raleigh does come. Will Williams transfer with him? I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that. You know, it's way too far. I, I don't, you know, it would feel to me that that's an immediate thing. You only have him for two years. You could have Walker Howard up to four. Uh, but I, I I don't know that. Um, would be interesting if he came. Uh, Ricky on Facebook Live says, Lane Kiffin is a lock. No, he is not. Uh, Justin says, Dabo is not not a coming to LSU. Take it to the bank. Justin, who do you want? Who do you want? Uh, Buck says I want Brian Kelly. I will tell you this and it has been relayed to a lot of people that I mean look it's very it, it's very hard for me to think that Brian Kelly would leave South Bend. I don't think he I don't think I, I think that he's out of this LSU race. but I don't I, I don't think that there was a situation where Scott Wilward has not or is going to reach out to Brian Kelly. I fully believe that he will or he has. Fully believe that. Fully, fully believe that. And, and, look, if he does and he wants to come, I just don't think that he will. He doesn't have a whole lot of pressure on him. Notre Dame is a, is a kind of place where he's winning. And if you win a little bit, they're going to keep you. You make the playoffs every three or four years, they're going to be okay. But, again, Brian Kelly is – everybody trashes on Brian Kelly. Guys, it's Notre Dame. Now, he's getting older in age, and I don't know – you know, once you, once – once people get older in age, man, they don't like they don't like making those kinds of moves. You know, once you once you hit that 59 and a half and you can start drawing any kind of retirement, people don't want to change. They don't want to move. And look Brian Kelly, again, there's so many coaches out there that are doing having so much success at programs that are not on the prestigious a, a, a stepping stone or step of LSU. They're just not. Brian Kelly is on that list of coaches where he is recruited at a high level and he just doesn't have the talent pool to be able to get him over the top. I think Brian Kelly, whether you guys like this or not, when a trash Notre Dame or not, guys, he's done better than what you've given him credit for. And that's just a stone cold fact. You don't have to listen to that at all. But the SEC the SEC going from not being in the conference to being in the conference is a different beast. Recruiting against Saban, it's a different beast. Three three seven says personality is likable. He is not walking in your mama's house and leaving with your with her kid. We'll see. Quinn says, and he's talking about Dave Aranda there. Quinn says, you were super high on Mario. Are you super high on uh, Mario Cristobal? Has that changed? Uh, Are you were super high on Mario Cristobal? A little, you know. I'm still okay with Mario Cristobal, and I think he'd do a good job. But man, I went back and watched this weekend that Oregon Auburn game from 2019, and I was blown away at how bad of a co- how bad of a coaching job they did, guys. Justin uh, Justin Herbert's a top quarterback, top young quarterback in the NFL, and they couldn't score. Blake's wide receivers are out, and you don't give Max Johnson that same love. Shit, Joe Burrow ain't got a, a whole uh, uh, yeah. Well. You ain't let me. I'll just leave it here. You ain't giving Max Johnson that kind of love, Blake. Why does Max Johnson look so bad? Well, shit. His number one receiver, a top, a first round pick, and Kayshawn Boutte's not there. And before you say that that doesn't matter, ask Jamar Chase about having his number one quarterback back in live and in action. How much that shit changes. Jamar can't catch the ball. Shit, he looks damn good with Joe Burrow behind that bitch, don't he? This kind of stuff matters, man. It matters. I'm okay with Cristobal. I just think that he got beat by the, what was it, third best team in the SEC West, even though he got to a Rose Bowl and won the Pac-12. Are they really going up against the elite talent? Hell no. And he ain't, he's not dominant. He. He hasn't taken over that conference, meaning that he hasn't been to a playoff. He hasn't gotten there. And, look, the college football playoff committee, they're trying to find excuses to get a Pac-12 team in the playoff. They are begging for excuses. Begging, sweet God, six-pound, six eight-ounce, sweet baby Jesus, let one of these teams be good. And he hasn't done it. I still think he'd be a damn good coach at LSU, though. But he worries me a little bit. He, do, he does worry me a little bit. Derek says Luke Fickle's our guy. Could be. Derek says Ryan Day and Saban are the only ones who don't take the call, in my opinion. Bullshit. Ryan Day takes that call. She Again, guys, again. And I get what you're saying, Derek. I get what you're saying. It's Ohio State. I'm right there with you. I understand it. Who's saying I'm not even gonna go down that rabbit hole. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna do it. I think that every because it's LSU outside of Saban, everybody will take that phone call. Maybe outside of Kirby. I mean, I don't think Kirby's never gonna take that phone call. I, look, I can only tell you. Listen to me. Ays, Rudy Crew. Listen to me. Dabo gonna take that damn phone call. Who said he already hasn't? wink wink hint hint uh Buck says we need to keep our d line coach though Buck I'm gonna throw this at you um you know in the last three games against did the freaking who just took that who just took that ball yard is that Swanson no that wasn't yard Swanson pissed all over that ball. So, runners on second and third. How many outs? One out top of the second. Man, look, the Braves are red hot right now, man. Good for the city of Atlanta, man. Good for the city of Atlanta. They need this, man. Oh, that's going to score a run. They're going to get Swanson in a pickle. Yep. Ball, ball, ball. But the run scores, who cares? Runs Runs mean a lot. Um... Runs me a lot in this league, in that league. All right, what was I saying? I'm Sorry, I got distracted by the World Series. Guys, I love me some college – I mean college. I love me some playoff baseball, Major League Baseball. Uh, Buck says we need to keep the D-line coach, though. Guys, over the last three games that you've played against Ole Miss, you've given up close to 1,000 yards rushing. I'm sorry to tell you guys this. Everybody wants to trash the D-line, okay? I mean the O-line. Everybody's trashing the O-line. Sounds good. Sounds fine. Sounds dandy. You better start putting some of that energy on this D-line. Blake Neil Farrell was wrecking shot. Neal is a good defensive lineman. Not taking that away from him. He's not disciplined. Neither is Glenn Logan. Two seniors. Guys, the best defensive lineman on LSU's team, it, pro football focus has graded them out. The best D lineman on LSU's roster is not starting in Jaqueline Roy. Neil Farrell is a good player. Glenn Logan is a good player. But you know what they're not? Jaquelin Roy. How many times do does Ed have to play a guy that he's so close to? Oh, my God. If you're going to keep the same energy with the offensive line, you better start putting that same kind of energy on the D-line, period. Guys, they're getting ran over. 330 yards against Kentucky. 226 yards against Ole Miss. Last year, 307. They're getting run over. And then you ask questions about DeMon Clark when the kids got 18 tackles in a game. Scheme is vanilla, everything's vanilla. The LSU's offense, you wanna, you wanna take the gloves off. LSU's offense is not even. Everybody, everybody's tweeting me and everybody's DMing me. Blake, the LSU offense is broken. Guys, it was never put together. It's not fixable. You know why you ran for three hundred thirty yards or three hundred yards against Florida one? They didn't know what the hell they were doing and how to coach against gap counter scheme. Then. Everybody blames O-line for last week's rushing attempt when Ole Miss was doing everything you're supposed to do defensively to stop the counter-run, counter-gap scheme. Spilling deep offensive tackles. Hitting them in the backfield when they're pulling when it's not their man to go and hit. What do you mean? Don't set me off with this, man. Justin says, boo, anything and everything in the city of Atlanta. Okay. Uh, Bunny says, was that on Coach Carter or is O running that D-line? I think think Orgeron's got his hands tied up all up in the defense. Nothing's changed, y'all. Nothing's changed. We'll get a couple more. David Singley says, what's up, buddy? He says, Ohio State is one of the media darlings. They will find a way to put Ohio State in the playoffs. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, Rick says, "Hashtag asked Blake: Does LSU really have 17 players injured, or are some, or just, or are some just protecting their careers? I think, I, I think that, um, I think there's a mixture of both. I think that there's a mixture of both there. I think that they're fed up. Well, I'm not going to put this out there like that, but players are fed up with Orgeron, man." You know, leaving early, being late to meetings and shit. Like, uh, Gino brings up a good point. What's up, my friend? He says, Gino Vegas on Facebook says, man, nobody's mentioned in Cincinnati. And you know what? The the problem with me, Gino, with that is you're right, I'm not, and that's my fault. You know, I need to do the segment where Blake was right, where Blake was wrong. And, and, look, I'm doing a bad job at that. I'm doing a very bad job of – um. Not mentioning Cincinnati enough, I just think I, I just think that they're going to wind up slipping up somewhere. Oh shoot, Atlanta scored again. This is a ball game. I don't think it, unless unless the Astros just start pinging the shit out of the ball, they're not coming back. Lamar says absolutely the D line playing trash as a unit. They're look, being out of being out of position. Is coaching, uh, you know, he, he, I, I'm going to say this, and I know it seems like I'm piling on Orgeron here. Um, go back. I, I'm going to take Ed Orgeron's words and use them in the court of AYS. This man said that Neil Farrell has a problem with jumping out of gaps and blamed the long gash running plays on third down. What was that? shit somebody coming to get my ass um but blamed the long third third down rushing attempts that were converted in the first downs on neil farrell guys he's blaming players now now i don't have a problem with calling players out if you if you're going to go out there and coach them but god dog it, you've had a lot of time with him I mean, it's every week, oh, Neil's out of position again. With all due respect to Neil Farrell, and he does some really good things, and I'm not saying pull him or, and, and take him out for the entire game. Big Daddy, pull his ass. If he does something wrong, put Jaquelin Roy in the game, the SEC and the NCAA's best interior lineman says pro football focus. David says Brian Kelly is garbage. No, he's not. No, he's not. Worst take. David, I like you. You're a good guy. We talk a lot, but David, no, he's not. No, he's not. Matt Simmons says, when does Miles Brendan come, does does come back in the game this year, uh, get back in the game this year? I don't think so, uh, Matt. Honestly, I really don't. I think he's kind of taking his ball and going home. couple more. We're getting out of here. Jason says, I wonder what Coach O would truly think if he watched this show. Dude, if you think that Derek Panamsky and them aren't getting sent clips, uh, you know, somebody sent the clip from, last, was it last week? Um, and when I do, in case you missed it, somebody sent the, um my clip ripping on Orzron's ass, screenshotted it, and then Dean ended it to me saying, well, they know now. Yeah, they know. Hell, I'll send it to him. I don't I really don't give a shit. I really don't give a shit. Rudy Pooh asked. Last one. Rick says that uh Brian Kelly beat LSU in the Music City Bowl with Miles and Fournette because he outcoached Miles by a mile, and then he beat uh Ed Orzron as well. All right, we're going to get out of here. Let's go watch some Major League Baseball World Series. We're going to guess it up tomorrow. We need to guess it up tomorrow. We'll do that. We need to do that. All right, until then, we'll see y'all soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts.